0: don't understand the importance of all the small things, you know, like following up, you know, being able to send an email that that has all the details, reading your whole fucking email when someone sends you one, being on time, doing what you say you're gonna do. People remember all of those little things and you don't think that that's worth your next million, but it fucking is.
1: On Queen of the Week, we highlight women in the Get Shit Done tribe as they walk you through the steps they take to getting shit done and crushing traction goals so you can too. Here is our Queen of the Week.
0: My name's Ellie Lum and I run a company called clumhouse House and we empower people through teaching bag making and we make patterns and kits too. This business was launched in 2005 after I had graduated from UC Berkeley for experiential learning and eco-literacy. And prior to that, I ran a custom messenger bag company called Reload Bags that I founded in Philadelphia in 1998. So I really took like all of my skills from Reload and making custom bags and bag manufacturing, and I coupled that with all of the adult learning theory that I studied. At UC Berkeley to found Clumhouse, which is a craft based school. We basically are an e commerce company. And then we sell also online classes, um, but mostly it's e-commerce.
1: So what would you say your target customer is and why do they use you?
0: Most of the people that buy our stuff are folks that already are crafters or makers or creative people. And they want to take it to the next level. So they'll buy kits and patterns that really help them build skills. And one of the reasons that I teach bag making is because it can be really empowering. Because you not only use a sewing machine, but you also use a hammer and pliers and like all these types of tools that i don't think people are used to using when they're crafting necessarily so it really brings it into this realm of confidence building
1: we're celebrating i mean this is amazing momentum you're a bootstrap company and you have 20x since 2015 your revenue, you're close to a
0: million today. Walk us through what were you doing
1: in the early stages to get to this point?
0: I was responding organically to sort of the needs of the customers, essentially. I started out of teaching classes in my basement at home. And in order to really develop the best learning experience, I realized that I needed to prep people's materials because as you know, we get decision fatigue and you can only really learn something new for a certain amount of time. And then you just get taxed with your brain and your body. So I was like, how can I support people having aha moments and really successful makes In the capacity that they're able to show up in and because of that I ended up making kits and then I decided to sell those kits and patterns through my e commerce site so first it started as a service and as a class. And then i added this whole other product line revenue stream and just kind of built it like that so each time i added a certain type of product line or revenue stream it really brought us to the next level because all of the revenue streams are so interactive so if someone buys a class they also buy a kit and then we added another revenue stream of tools and supplies well they also need those so each year that i did that the potential got increased because the same customer through the matrix they would buy those things right so we have like a really high customer retention rate it's like 65 70 percent. it's insane and it's like once people do this gateway make and they're successful then they want to build their skills and try something a little bit harder and then buy more tools and invest more in it and become bag makers. And we really support that whole journey. Something you've done really, really well is productizing. And you kind of just walked us
1: through that. So you were saying I started with classes and then I made these kits and then I did this and then we just built on top of that as you're releasing products, because in the e-commerce space, newness is huge because what
0: are people coming back for? How do you decide when to roll out new products? As a bootstrap business, we always have to balance our workload between building the operations and the operational groundwork with releasing new products. So we have to build the capacity on the back end of the business before we add the capacity on the front end. Otherwise we can't deliver. And we only have our own money to do that. It makes us slower at developing and releasing new products because, you know, I'm always trying to be profitable which is not the business model of a funded company, right? You know, growth is, growth in debt for that matter. You know, we only have five, 10% on our net to grow our backend before we launch and get the front end to deliver on that. If you don't have cash reserves, you can't actually launch and grow if you're bootstrapped. In 2021, you're set to increase revenues 25%,
1: which is amazing because you got hit pretty hard from the pandemic. It wiped out one of your revenue streams, but you got creative. What would you say is the main
0: or few reasons why that increase is happening? So we actually luckily started building a pretty robust Shopify site prior to the pandemic, and we'd been building it for like a year. So we knew we would be able to launch it. So we launched it in January. We already knew we were going to lean into e So that momentum was already built. Otherwise, I don't think we'd be able to come out the box in Q4 of 2021, all set up. But it's going to take us until. Till the end of Q3 and Q4 to get there. And I think that probably about 50%, 45, 50% of our top line rev in this year is going to come in Q4. So something
1: else that you've done really well is in Q2, and we're not even through Q2, you've landed
0: two strategic partnerships at about 20,000 total. What was that process? How did you achieve that? So that really is about relationships, which you know is so important. When the pandemic hit, our largest strategic partner went under, but we had good relationships with the people we worked with there. And we were the top selling SKU of their company in 2019, which is huge for us being such a small company. And that was like a huge company. So the fact that we could carry that weight of being the top selling SKU, the person that I worked with there brought me as a client to her new job where she was in procurement for e-comm. And they got her and she was like, well, if you guys wanna build your e marketplace, like hands down, this is who you should carry because they were the top selling SKU for us. I keep talking to them and they're like, you have such a good reputation as a professional business owner that can deliver high quality, that is easy to work with and has an amazing team. So we're gonna work with you and we wanna work with you consistently because you know your shit, you know? And that is like, people don't understand the importance of all the small things, you know, like following up, you know, being able to send an email that, that has all the details, reading your whole fucking email when someone sends you one, being on time, doing what you say you're going to do. People remember all of those little things and you don't think that that's worth, your next million but it fucking is was there something that you tested that just did not work well that you were like okay let's get rid of this so we can cut the fat and keep
1: focused and hit revenue goals
0: I just think everything is slower than I want it to be you know so my revenue maps that are laying out like what I think is like just really really ambitious Learning how to direct my team to hit rev goals based in our capacity and like really being able to set reach goals and base goals is something that I think would be more helpful. Also knowing that certain traction channels do dry up, right? Like we were buying a shitload of Facebook and Instagram ads, and then I'm about to pivot to Google AdWords because I think that until we create new content, we're not getting the biggest bang for our buck from our Facebook and Instagram ads. You know, so I think really being able to stay analytical. And then for me always, like I'm an information gatherer and I'm not necessarily gonna like hesitate to pull the trigger, but often I need to stop myself from the intake and just execute, you know? So I feel like that's something I always could do better is really getting from that intake and gathering moment to just execution. And I'm always worried that I'm not being thorough enough right but it's actually slowing me down
1: so what's your traction goal now
0: right now I'm really trying to land a reoccurring like launch rhythm with this new strategic partner so that they're on a six-month reoccurrence and then also I'm actually working with Mia from clickvoyant to analyze all of our marketing data and our funnel that we just built and really optimizing it and identifying certain products that are really able to just go vertical. So that's kind of what I'm looking at now. I'm really needing to find things that are going to scale in the business that don't require heavy marketing and branding. I love
1: that. And for those of you that are not familiar with Mia, she's another queen in our tribe. She's a killer at Digital Marketing Analytics and we did a traction class with her that's on our website. So check it out. And so as you're focusing on those traction goals, what is one way we can support you?
0: Right now, I'm really looking for a good network of financial advisors and being able to really work with folks that know about profit first, that can really analyze growth needs of bootstrap businesses and really know the struggle of cash flow with e-commerce and inventory carrying, and also the importance of trying to stay profitable.
1: Thank you so much for listening to Get Shit Done. We hope you got the traction tips you need to grow your company on your own terms. If you wanna learn more traction tips like these from Badass Women Entrepreneurs Weekly, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, Queen, show us some love by rating and reviewing this podcast. This really helps us reach and serve more women like you in slaying their way to traction. And if you're looking for more support on your scaling journey, head on over to SheGetsShitDone.com slash join, where you'll become a part of the movement of women entrepreneurs giving 4% the middle finger. And special shout out to our squad, Kayla Algy,